K-pop has been censoring the right. Which is something I really like the sound of. I've got no problem with that at all. Uh, I have thrown my support behind Black Lives Matter in recent episodes. Uh, In one particular episode, I um, came out very strongly for Black Lives Matter and, and aligned it with feminism. Yeah, and argued that the same mechanisms are behind uh, Black Lives Matter as are behind feminism. And I'm all for feminism, being an Australian. Uh, well, that's only half a joke. We were the first country in the history of the planet to give full political rights to women. That's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. Oh, we brought out the white Australia policy at the same time, but you know, plus one, minus one. We came out even. Yeah. But I'm for Black Lives Matter and I'm for feminism. Uh, so K-pop, anyway, they've been attacking the other side. All Lives Matter. The, uh, kind of the rejoinder. And the thing that goes up against Black Lives Matter is... Um, is all lives matter and k-pop has been having a crack at all lives matter and they've been very successful uh there was it all goes um uh, it all happens with hashtags these days and real marches in the streets k-pop couldn't do much about uh rednecks marching in the street yeah but um, they were able to do something about people marching online via hashtags with their hashtags and, uh, and the way they did that, they actually censored the other side of the debate. Uh, Black Lives Matter was going quite well, and that wasn't getting drowned out by uh, anybody, really. And I'll, I'll show you what I mean by drowned out in a minute. But um, what was happening was um, uh, people tried to get another ha- an alternative hashtag going, All Lives Matter. And I noticed uh, with interest, you know, uh, nothing to do with this episode. The Muhammad Ali's son has come out claiming that um, that his father, Muhammad Ali, of course, uh, would have gone with all lives matter. Actually, uh, I shouldn't read out my text, but I did. Look, I do joke texts, and they don't necessarily reflect what I'm thinking because the gag comes first, you know. But hang on, I was at, you know I was at my I was in my joke mood today. Um, where was it? Muhammad Ali's son. What did he say? It's not just Black Lives Matter. White Lives Matter. You know, Chinese Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. Everybody's life matters. God loves everyone. He never singled anyone out. Killing is wrong, no matter who it is. Ali said during an hour-long interview with The Post. On police brutality, Ali defended law enforcement in general, and, and, and on and on and on it goes, you know. So he's obviously, you know... Anyway, so that's uh, that's his biological son. That's Muhammad Ali's biological son. Yeah, but that's not what this episode is about. Oh, and I made some comments about that. Um, I think Ali's son is right when he claims his father would have thought this way. Now, you know, listen to me carefully. <laughs> I didn't say that he was right. 
uh, politically or ethically or morally or any other way. You know, I didn't say I agree with what he said. I said I agree with him that his father would have said that, which is a very different thing. So, um, okay. Ali and little Richard were friends. You know, that, now, this is me always, as I do, getting little Richard into the conversation, you know, because I'm a little Richard fan. Um, Richard the Christian and Ali the Muslim. And the way they both used to speak was similar, right down to the hilarious rhyming slang. Richard was even less militant than Ali, of course. What I'm getting at there is Ali wasn't quite your Malcolm X, you know. And in fact, when the World Trade Center came down, Ali switched from Sunni Islam across to Sufi Islam. Yeah, I noted that with interest too. You know, I, I don't mind Sufi. Um, it's a kind of a very spiritual type of Islam. Okay, um... Yeah. And in some ways, uh, yeah, I kind of like it. Uh, you know, it makes more sense to me. Sufi um, Islam, and even Islam in general, you know, it makes more sense to me than does Christianity. Because you know, Christianity is like getting back to the old family of gods thing, you know, and giving and making you know, the gods wear a toga and all that sort of stuff, you know. Whereas um, um, the idea of God in Islam is a lot more, um, you know. <laughs> You know, you don't draw him. You know what I mean? Okay, that sort of thing. Okay. In fact, I, I, I continue on in my uh, text. Um, Richard was full on going on about love, probably too much to his detriment. He was ostracized by the black community to the extent that when he died, which wasn't long ago actually, pretty much zero rappers acknowledged his existence. Which suddenly wasn't there. He, he suddenly didn't exist, you know. But um, actually, hardly anyone in the black community did acknowledge Richard, that is. Just a long list of white rock and rollers, you know, amongst whom, uh, you know, whose number uh, was Charlie Threadbow. Right. Now, Richard was the only person who ever got away with saying to Ali... Happy birthday, baby. I love you. And I'm going to sing this little song just for you. Whatever Marilyn Monroe wanted to do for JFK when she sang happy birthday to him, well, let's just say that if you asked Richard to pop out of a cake, he would. Yeah, that was my gag. I always like to finish the gag. I actually did a few cartoons. Look, I've digressed from this cartoon, uh, this thing. Oh, I've, I, I drew a Black Lives Matter um, yeah, normally I don't even mention my cartoons on this podcast because they don't translate well. But I've got what have I got here? I sent a part, cartoon to the same person and said, and I've got a big march of Black Lives Matter. You know, Black Lives Matter, you bastards. You know, you bastards. I wrote. I like the word bastard. B a s t i d. Um, and then another one's got a sign there. What I'm really, really angry. Yep. Um, anyway, way back in the crowd, I've got someone singing, smile. Though your heart is aching, smile. Yeah, in the, in the little talkie bubble. I've got little flowers and little music notes and everything. Smile, you know, though your heart is aching. And then um, I've got someone else in the crowd saying, Who invited Nat King Cole? Ah, <laughs> oh, these are my, you know, I do some gags. Um, okay, so that's that. Um, uh, oh, I can't. 
I can't um, tell anyone the next cartoon uh, because that was a bit rude. I must have been in a funny mood. Uh, all right, well, I've got two blokes talking here. Nothing to do with this debate at all, actually. Um, and one one bloke is talking to another bloke, and he says, um, "Well, okay, yeah. but my thoughts on that are subtle, nuanced." Then the other bloke who's talking to him, and we don't even know what he's talking to him about, you know, but he's clearly asked him a question, you know, because the first guy's asked, well, okay, but my thoughts on that are subtle and nuanced, you know. And he says, oh, please, I need to know. And the first bloke says, yeah, kids in, by the look of it. And he says, well, you're a dickhead. (laughs) I don't even know if that's funny. All right. Um, Okay. Uh, now, what was I talking about in this episode? Um, see, I shouldn't get into my texts. Look, it was about K-pop, I know that much. And, oh, that's right, and they've been censoring the right side of the debate. Uh, all lives matter. You know, the, oh, that's how I got onto Ali, wasn't it? Um, so, the right... Uh, sorry, um, K-pop, that's actually... You know K-pop? You know, they're, they're like the Beatles these days, though, you know? Um... Uh, most popular boy bands in the world and girl bands too, you know. Um, anyway, uh, there was an All Lives Matter movement springing up for a while there and K-pop drowned it out in a good-humoured way but drowned it out all the same. In support of Black Lives Matter, K-pop drowned out um, Black Lives Matter. Uh, sorry, the other side, All Lives Matter, yeah, in support of Black Lives Matter, and uh, a cheer went up. Yeah? And even I cheered, you know, because I agree. Yeah, let's drown the bastards out. Let's drown the bastards out, you know. Um, so, you know, I had no problem with that. You know, it's funny. <laughs> All the kids got, got together. It's like Beatlemania, except it's K-pop mania, and it's like all the Beatles fan back, fans back in the 60s um, uh, drowning out... All the Richard Nixon supporters, you know, that would have been funny. Yeah? Or the Lyndon B. Johnson fans. Yeah? Oh, sorry, yeah, drowning them out, you know? That would have been funny. Yeah? Um, so, all you need is love. You know, that's what we used to say in the 60s. Uh, well, I, I preferred Yellow Submarine, but, you know, I was six. <laughs> all right, so now, um, so the K-pop... Uh, all the fans have done that, and uh, you know, a cheer went up, and you know, I was cheering too. But at that point, uh, and now the reason I was cheering is I couldn't give a hoot. You know, if I if I see something like that, and I'm for Black Lives Matter anyway, yeah, I don't care. You know, what happens in the future? I'm more just curious. You know, but if you did care about what happens in the future, um, are you supportive? of K-pop drowning out that is censoring the other side of the debate, the other, the side of the debate that you're not on. You know, you might be on Black Lives Matter like I am um, uh, and you might sort of say you know, if you're a thinking person, not if you're a stupid person, you know, not if you're like me because I'm a stupid person because I don't care but if let's say you do care about about Black Lives Matter and about feminism and about feminism and about all sorts of other important things and about Joe Biden getting voted in at the end of the year and Donald Trump getting kicked out, are you for 
this sort of thing, you know, K-pop fans, thousands upon thousands of them, I'm drowning out the right-hand side of the debate. Are you for that? And if you are, well, you might be a bit of a dummy. You know, because Jesus said, you know, whatever you do, you know, that thing will be done unto you. You know, I, I think he put it better in Aramaic. You know, he said, do unto others, and that thing will be done to you. That thing will be done unto you and double. Yeah, I, is that inference there in what Jesus said? Yeah. Who knows what the, the exact translation is? But, you know, whatever you do, that thing will be done unto you, is the way it works in politics at least. And, you know, human relationships, you know, and all that sort of stuff. That's the way it works. And um, the question is, if, if, you, if you cheer now, now, I'm not talking about my opinions, you know, I'm all for uh, K-pop, Drowning out all lives matter. It was a travesty. You know, even bringing up all lives matter, smash that idea. You know, drown it out. You know, but if you are really for Black Lives Matter in the long term, and for feminism and LGBTQIA, always mix them up in the long term and all that sort of stuff. If you're if you're for all those good things, you know, do you really want to be drowning out the other side, even if it is, you know. Uh, in a slightly humorous way, because what they were doing is um, they were putting hashtag all lives matter, uh, thousands and thousands of whatever they are, tweets or whatever, um, with clips of K-pop uh, pop stars doing their K-pop boy, boy, boy band and girl band thing, you know, so that's what they were doing and, you know, the cry went up, this is great, go kids, <laughs> this is what we need to see. You know, that's funny, you know. Uh, but it might not be that funny if, you know, what you've actually do done by doing that is legitimise the drowning out of the other side of the debate. Because what if the worm turns and you're trying to hashtag something down the track and, um, and someone on the right, you know, Rednecks United or whatever, successfully manages to drown out Hashtag Black Lives Matter. You know, if the politics moves a little bit, which it could, you know, how are you going to stand up and say, hey, nah, that is really evil what you just did, drowning out Black Lives Matter, cause, because Black Lives do matter, and um, those people should be banned by um, the Twitter boss. I forgot his name just for a second. Um, that should not be allowed, you know, you might say. You know, but the Twitter boss might say, hey, yeah, but you did it, remember? You know, and whatever you do, that thing will be done unto you, you know. You legitimised that type of censorship, you know. Uh, and, and the Twitter boss, you know, I, I can't believe I can't remember his name for a moment. Um, but, you know, like, censorship is always a bit of an issue. And people tend to sort of, uh, let's not do it, you know, because it could be done to us. You know, so, yeah, you could easily ask the Twitter boss um, to... Uh, ban the hashtag all lives matter, alright but um, smart people on the left, let's say they don't do that, you know, they say no, no, no don't do that because then, you know, like if the right wing gets into world politics in a slightly fascist way, in a slightly Nazi way, they'll do that to us, so let's not 
Let's not legitimise that. Let's not start that rule going, even if it serves our own purpose right now. Let's not do that. Yeah. And yet they cheer when K-pop has done that. You know, K-pop has done that and they're cheering. Yeah. Are you sure you're cheering for something different or you're cheering for something that you don't actually want? Now, I don't mind. Personally, I'm happy with it. You know, drown them out. You know, I'm all for Black Lives Matter, but I'm a very, I'm a bit of a goldfish, and I'm, I'm thinking only in the short term. But I think you, you know, if you're thinking in the long term and what's in the best interests of your cause and all that sort of stuff, maybe you would say to K-pop fans the world over, listen, don't do that. Yeah, you know, you might think it's funny, you know, because um, it's working for us on this occasion. But what if it works? Yeah, what you're doing is you're setting a rule here of behaviour. You're establishing a, a, a rule. You're making it legitimate, you know, that that's a legitimate tactic. That's, you know, censorship by drowning out is a tactic that you're allowed to use, you know. That's akin, by you drowning out all lives matter, what you've effectively done is put barriers up in the city. Let's say all lives matter wanted to march. And what you've done, you've put barriers up all around the city, you know, because that's what you do when you drown them out with this cute little, you know, boy band trick of drowning out All Lives Matter by hashtagging all your favourite pop stars with All Lives Matter. You're putting barriers all around the city where people want to protest and blocking them off. You know, and people wouldn't do that to an All Lives Matter um, protest. Surely they wouldn't. Is there anyone that stupid? Well, there are, but... Um, yeah, but you know, don't you? If, you? if you're going to do that with a right-wing march, you know, all, all the rednecks are going to come out and do it to you and double, aren't they? So do you really want to do that? Why don't you just let them march? You know, within reason, you know. Um, oh, look, it's a tricky formula. You know, it's a balancing act. But, you know, there is something legitimate, I think, in what I'm saying here. And I'm not saying this for me. I'm saying it for you. You know, at least sit and think, do I really want to drown out the other side? You know, do I want to establish a rule that it's um, that it's good etiquette, political etiquette, to drown out the other side with these little hashtag tricks? You know, drown out all lives matter, such that every time someone tries to search for all lives matter, they get a boy band. You know, do you want that game to be played? Do you want to do you want to legitimise that game? Now, I don't know how that could turn around and work against you. All I know is, is that in this world. You know, things like that can be turned around and work against you. I, I always get a surprise when someone comes up with the way that it is going to be done. But, you know, the only thing I do know is that it can be done. Someone will think of something and they'll smash you. You know, next time there's a Black Lives Matter um, protest, people will remember what you did to All Lives Matter and they'll do it to Black Lives Matter and you'll be outraged and you'll be complaining to the Twitter boss, whose name I can't remember all of a sudden, and... Um, and yeah, I'll wake up in the middle of the night actually and remember his name, you know, I'll, I'll sit bolt upright. Aha! <laughs> so I still can't remember. Yeah, my mind's a blank. But obviously I'm thinking clearly because I'm thinking about the issue. You know what? It probably is just a thing that I've got where I really focus on the issue and I've um, filtered out all the detail. Yeah. Good on me. All right, so that's that. And the Twitter boss, when you go up to him and say, listen, they're drowning out Black Lives Matter, a really legitimate protest with. Um, um, Shania Twain songs. You know, the rednecks have grabbed hold of Shania Twain songs and they're, they're drowning out Black Lives Matter with millions and millions of tweets of dun dun da 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 Let's go, girls. You know, that song. <laughs> is that Shania Twain? I think it is. Yeah. All right, so that's that. Um, so, you know, like, it's dangerous to um, 
do things that smash your enemy, and not because, you know, it's smashing your enemy, but because you're establishing patterns of behavior that become legitimized. It's nothing to do with the, the you know, these right-wing bastards going for all lives matter. We had the same thing just the other day. I think it was only about two days ago. Um, K-pop fans were at it again, and um, there was some sort of way that you could express interest in going to the first Donald Trump rally uh, in Tulsa, you know, um, since coronavirus. Um, you know, Donald Trump held a rally, you know, and K-pop fans flooded the website. See, K-pop, what, what you might have done by letting K-pop, you know, by turning K-pop into heroes for doing this other thing, now they're doing this sort of thing, they're getting excited, um, and what they've done now is they've um, they flooded the Donald Trump website, you know, which, which, I don't know how it worked, you know, but you could re- express your interest and say, listen, I'm a redneck and I'm coming. To the Donald Trump rally, and I'm going to wear my red, white, and blue, yeah, and um, all that stuff, you know, and my MAGA, MAGA hat, make America great again, you know, I'm going to do all that stuff, you know, you get to sort of register your interest and sort of say, I'm coming, you know, and even buy some tickets, I don't know if they were free or you had to buy them or whatever, um, but the point is, K-pop fans, you know, well, if they had to buy them, I think they're cashed up anyway, and and they bought thousands and thousands of tickets or expressed interest in uh, purchasing thousands and thousands of um, seats, and Donald Trump um, said, oh, I've got a million people, I think it was a million, you know, um, interested in coming to my rally, but we can only fit 30,000, but I'm so excited this is going to be huge, and he got there and like there were 7,000 people there, because K-pop had sort of inflated, um, yeah, they smashed his, they smashed his rally. Now, you might say, great, again, you know, and I'll say great too, because I hate the guy. I hate Donald Trump, I really do. You know, I have to, because I'm an Australian, and he would sell us down the river in a minute, you know, because make America great again, you know, that could easily translate as S-A, smash Australia. You know, you might say, oh, look at Donald Trump. I'm a, I'm a right winger in Australia, and I love that idea, make America great again. Yeah, but what if um, in making America great again, he smashes Australia, you know, which he might well do. Look, he might smash America as well. You know, you know what I'm saying with all this? It's not about, um, you know, it's about censorship. You know, and, and are you for it or are you against it? Look, there's a time for censorship, you know, but it should be used very sparingly and if I was a K-pop fan who truly cared about Black Lives Matter I would be telling all my mates don't do this don't do this let's not let them let them have their all lives matter hashtag you know they don't get it anyway Um, and all you're going to do is get them angry so that one day when um, they want to smash us again they'll think of something clever and they'll do the same thing and we won't be able to complain because we did it and then what we've got is an all out Twitter war well, that's the way it's done this in, in the modern age anyway. But, it, you know, it's bad. Look, it is a form of censorship, is what I'm saying. Doing these things that um, uh, K-pop, whatever they are, uh, are doing. You know, I, I, I'm not really all that comfortable with it. Not all that comfortable with it. Uh, yeah, People are cheering, but I don't think they're thinking through. You know, it's a little bit like when um, Donald Trump, and I'll just finish with this example, um, got elected in the first term, people were marching down the streets saying, uh, 
not my president, you know, big rallies, you know, like big marches, you know, not my president, you know. And, um, and yeah, a lot of people were sort of saying at the time, even people, like, even if I was on that side, which I sort of was, you know, um, don't do that, you know, don't do that, don't do that, don't march down the street chanting, not my president so loudly and in such great numbers, because your guy is going to get in at some stage. And what you're doing there is legitimising um, the, uh, the behaviour that is um, refusing to um, go with who got voted in. You know, like, um, what you're doing is you're smashing the institution of democracy, is what I would say, you know. Now, yeah, all right, you hate Donald Trump and all that sort of stuff, and he is an absolute pig, you know. But write him out, for goodness sake, and hope that he doesn't smash America in the meantime. But if you're going to say, not my president, straight up, you've smashed America anyway. I don't care, I'm Australian, you know. I don't care if America gets smashed. Um, But what I'm saying is, if you're an American... And you're, you know, you voted Hillary. Can't stand Hillary. Yeah. Um, can't stand Donald Trump either. I can't stand Bernie Sanders either. I can't, I can't stand American politics, as it turns out. But there you go. Um, but look, that's all that. Be that as as it may. Um, yeah, I would sort of say to Americans, look, if you really care about. Um, uh, getting, you know, healing America and all that sort of stuff. Don't start marching when Donald Trump gets in, you know, not my president and all that sort of stuff. And don't, you know, from day one be thinking, how can we impeach this guy? You know, because they were going to, they were going to impeach him one way or another, you know, and they just had to go and... Um, they were just trying to find out what they could pin on him. You know, they were going to pin something on... Look, the thing they ended up pinning on him wasn't going to... It didn't stick anyway, you know, so not even close... So, yeah, they were never, yeah, yeah. That, that was one big sort of um, not my president move by Nancy Pelosi and, you know, the other side as well, the senators and all that sort of thing. Look, if you're going to take, you know, if you're going to have, if you're going to go for him, kill him, you know, even Donald Trump said that. If you're going to go for the king, kill the king, you know, because you'll just make him stronger if you don't bring him down. Um... um uh, but, you know, the Democrats, I, I think, and the Democrat supporters both uh, miss... You know, they were a bit short-term in their thinking, in their thinking by establishing these patterns of behaviour that may persist now in American politics now that, you know, people have legitimised them. And this is the left. You know, and I'm, I'm on the left myself, you know. And this is people legitimising the left. And... Um, uh, sorry, legitimising um, the practice, if you like, of, you know, if a president gets in, then large numbers of people marching the streets uh, refusing to accept the verdict of the vote, you know, so thereby smashing democracy. Do you want that? And all that sort of stuff, you know. And, you know, as soon as Joe Biden gets in, at the end of the year, hopefully he does, um... Well, why wouldn't the Republicans, from day one, immediately start saying, we're going to impeach this guy? You know, because the Democrats did that to Donald Trump from day one. It would be really easy with Joe Biden just to start 
hammering that theme too easy. There's an absolute, there's a total rape case up against him. Some woman, and she's actually very credible as far as I'm concerned. Um, and it, she doesn't even have to be that good a witness, you know. But she, it, it, there's enough in it. You know, so why wouldn't the Republicans start impeachment talk and then impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden from day one and just keep niggling away and hammering away, you know, until they do actually impeach him and, you know, you get that woman, I forget her name, you know, that he, he touched up against the wall pretty badly by the look of it, I think he did, yeah, um, and uh, get her, you know, crying, you know, Monica Lewinsky style or whatever, and, um, and start impeaching this guy as well, you know, we might start impeaching every president as soon as they get in, and then the institution of the president is, uh, starts to become smashed, you know, because there's only been three impeachments of a US president in history, and two of them have been recent, Bill Clinton and uh, Donald Trump. So, you know, Joe Biden could easily be the next one. Then you've got three, all in quick succession, in the whole history of America, United States, you know, you know, can you spot a problem there? You know, this is this this sort of stuff can end up the beginning of the end. Do you want do you want to get into all these practices? You know, when the guy you hate is in power, do you want to start establishing all these codes of behaviour, if you like, and you know, practices, institutional practices? Do you want to get all these going while the guy you hate most is in? Yeah, because that stuff will be used against you. I really think it will be. And I could think of about 10 other examples, I'm sure, but that'll do, you know. I'll leave you with a quote from Jesus. You know, do unto others, and they'll smash you with that thing. <laughs> yeah, double.